See this? This is my boomstick. Damn it, Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. He's so horny. It's funny how I'm funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you oh, mean, no, funny? No, no, yes. Let's just pray I yes. have the energy to get myself this another beer. This town needs an enema. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh my gosh! And, and we're, we're back, back for n- magical number one hundred and one. Isn't that amazing? Right. Yeah. We're starting it's over. Bod one hundred and one. Bod one hundred and one. Starting and the next. I'm hundred. Mao, and we have. Promi. And we have. Man with no name. All right. Promi, why'd you sound so sad about it? Yeah. You said Promi. I'm Promi. just a little tired. Oh, okay. A little. Tired. Why is that? And he's a little far away from the mic too, but that's nothing <laughs> new. <laughs> zinger. We're gonna start with a zinger. If only they were hung from the ceiling, he'd be closer to them. <laughs> and they'd be bouncing off the top of his head every now and then. He'd be like, oh, yeah, that's... Oh, Time yeah. to check that mic. Check it, check it, the mic. On check. So why are you tired? Yes. It's been a long day. And we I'm understand that at this point, we could leave. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you'd be able to carry the show with your stories. Yep. Well, uh... We should have had, like, an intro. Like a fantabulous... Like, Viva uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay, um... Well... <laughs> Okay, I only have time for one, so do we want to hear about the good or the bad? <laughs> you only have time for one. We have an hour. I know. Oh, shit. Wow. Uh, that's scary. Well, the bad is always better. All right. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, that's... Uh, uh. So, uh, phenomenal trip overall. Made a lot of contacts. Um, met a lot of people. Um, Why'd you go there? Uh, I was there for a convention, a graphics convention. Oh. Photoshop World, actually. Nice. And, uh Made some contacts with uh, some product managers for Photoshop. Learning well himself up stuff. some skills. Woohoo! Um, good call. You know, That'll had dinner a couple times with some of the instructors. Well, had dinner once with the instructors. I shouldn't say a couple times. That'd be exaggerating. Come on, Ooh, put a little emphasis out. into this. Yeah. Directed Scott Kelby to the bathroom once. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like that. Cool. He's, he's like yeah. a he's a, he's like a multi-billionaire, the guy that like heads up this whole thing. Did you get him a paper towel so he'd give you a tip? No, I didn't have to do that. Yeah, I like how like Damn. you know like in our society like. He says this guy's name, who's probably like this massive bigwig. Yeah. But I would be more impressed if he would have said Hulk Hogan. I'd be like, no way! <laughs> best, cool! uh, Ama- best number Woo! one, number one top-selling author on Amazon. <laughs> so is Hulk Hogan. That's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no on VH1, <laughs> except he's not divorcing his wife and his daughter doesn't look manly, <laughs> and his son isn't in jail. That's right. So this guy's boring compared to Hulk Hogan. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So anyway, you took him uh, to away the bathroom. Away from Hulk Hogan. Sorry, everyone. Go ahead. So yeah, I didn't actually take him to the bathroom. He just said... <laughs> That's right. Anyway. You should have called him. in the VOD from the bathroom <laughs> with that guy. and been like, hey, talk to my yeah, friend. Yeah, we would have said, talk. who are you? That would have been awesome. He'd be like, let me tell you something about Adobe. I'd be like, no, come on. Time well, we brother. couldn't because you were like? in here. You were in Pennsylvania, but that's... Another topic. I met people there on a, on a personal level this year, too, which is a rarity for me. I don't know why. But normally, I, I think I walk around there with some kind of exuding, some kind of talk to me and I will kill you personality because I actually see people get out of my way in advance. <laughs> normal, you know, like crowded areas and the, like the sea partying for me most times. But, nice. I mean, I arrange dinners with strangers and 
all kinds of stuff. So, wow. Uh, cool. You know, and it, w- it was good, and I learned a lot of stuff, too, and um, found out some <laughs> stuff in the, on the technical side of the back side of the business of this. Um, Ooh. But, and uh, the very last night, I went out with uh, my, uh, my, my lover. Uh, I shouldn't say that because he might actually be listening. And <laughs> I beg your pardon? No, I'm joking. I'm being yeah. sarcastic. <laughs> my... my uh, who uh, would that be? That would be uh, Uncle Cheese. Uncle Cheese. Yeah, yes. not really my male lover, but he, we did share a room Uncle for a night. Uncle Cheese and me have crossed paths a couple times up at the uh, TV studio. He was involved in the TV studio. He had his own show. I don't. I, and, uh, I know the name. I don't and know I, who it and, is. And, and like I, we worked together. I forget where. Something. I forget. I thought you went alone. I did, but Uncle Cheese was there. Oh, right, okay. There. Uncle I Cheese is uh, involved with this stuff now, yeah. so he I helped open some of these doors for me. And uh, he he was and I actually he did open a door for me once while we were there. Yeah. That was, that was nice. very nice of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So literally and figuratively. Yes, nice. Yes. And he, I think he. Also, but he's not uh, my lover, for the record. There's no point in me even saying it. As I say, I think he works with the drunks too, right? He yeah. He a worked bit. with the drunks a little bit. Yeah, so, a little know, bit. I, uh, yeah, okay. He's around. That wasn't even worth a trying. Okay, that was a lot. Anyway, though, so come um, on, we're losing the audience. So, uh, so last night he and I go out, and I uh, and, step you know, to it. <laughs> two, you know, hip guys on the town gambling, drinking. Oh. Me and Uncle Cheese. Oh. Anyway, uh, so we start off on the strip, then we head down to Fremont Street. You know, we, get drinks, drinks. we get these drinks. We get these drinks. They're the size of a football. They're shaped like a football. And for thirteen bucks, they'll put anything in this thing, and we go. They should put a football inside of it. But listen, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know how you feel. (laughs) (laughs) You see this football glass? Put a football in it for thirteen bucks. (laughs) (laughs) That was the clunk on my head. Sorry. But uh, so uh, we go. How about a rum and coke? And they said, Yeah, no problem. So literally the size of a football haul it out they fill it three quarters of the way full of rum and then the top quarter Ooh. with coke and ice I'd have been like take it easy brother yeah I would have been but, like uh, can you put a Shirley Temple in there <laughs> nah so uh fit Shirley Temple in there so it was a night of heavy drinking and uh, and gambling and if we those all those two are bad and, yeah, I was yes, gonna say are. and if we if, if we've learned anything from our experiences in life it's that <laughs> alcohol and gambling go together like peanut butter and jelly if you're a casino Yes, but, um, exactly. They're like, hey. Never really had done much with table ride. games before. But if you're a player, it's peanut butter and tuna. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, actually, it's peanut butter and being broke. <laughs> all you have is peanut butter to eat. <laughs> okay. But here's the funny part. is I, I go out there and I gamble a little, you know, for fun. And so, I always lose. Okay, yeah. yeah, and I always lose. And, of course, you know, that's no big surprise. But I actually lost less on this trip playing on table games drunk. <laughs> Then I then in time, visits past I lose at slot machines where the most I ever do at one time is twenty five cents. I actually had a couple bets that were as high as twenty five bucks a piece, and I came out sixteen dollars in the hole. That's folding money right there. Yeah. So uh, what did you play that made you crap? Oh, not craps. Um, roulette. I love roulette. I, I, like I, I love roulette. And you know the table because exactly <laughs> exactly. And it makes you feel good because I got like. Put it on the corner, here. Uh, corner of four over here, and then, like, red, you know, whatever, and then, like, this whole row. And if is, you happen no. to hit that one number where eight things are touching it. Wow, I got an extra out. dollar. Well, the <laughs> thing is, is I wanted to play blackjack. I've, I've wanted to play table blackjack forever, but the problem is that the minimums on blackjack are higher than regular games because the odds are so much in your favor. They're, I mean, they're not in your favor, but they're close to being even. Right. Therefore, the house puts a higher minimum on it because they have to play... There has to be more money-changing hands in order for them to make a profit off of the tables. So, 
it's really intimidating when you go up and it's like ten dollars a hand for that or you can like play you can you can do a spin on a roulette for like four bucks or two bucks in yeah. some cases mm-hmm. and it's ten dollars a hand at the blackjack table and it's like mm. see I've always wanted to but I've always been intimidated by it and I don't even know why like it doesn't even matter well, blackjack like, you mean? I'm like yeah cause, well I I don't know any like these theories and books and like yeah. all the number crap yeah, I just know we have sixteen that good kinda hit. Lost. You know, like, I don't even ever think, like, yeah. of the odds or... And that, well, that means I'm a, I'm a chump. Like, on they that, just on that mythical up, day know? when we all go, yeah. uh, there's this place in front of Circuit Circus called Slots of Fun, Slots of Fun, um, where they actually have blackjack tables Gambling with $3, $3 minimums. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I, I was hoping to do it there, but there were, like, not only people at all the seats for that for the one table at that <laughs> limit, but there were actually, like, people waiting in line for the seats behind wow. them. Yeah. So uh, we realized that wasn't going to happen because that because what's funny is I, I in a way I actually managed to corrupt Uncle Cheese a little bit because out of all the things he's done in life he'd never he's like I'm not a gambler you know I've been out here a couple times and I've put a dollar or two in one or two of the machines but not into gambling the first night after the convention wrapped up um, <laughs> he gets drunk kind of drunk and he's like I, he goes I'm you know I always wanted to do it but I'm intimidated by going to the table I'm like oh it's easy going up to the table you just Put the money down. No, don't hand it to them. Put it down. You know, slide it across. They, they'll display it so the cameras can see. Then they'll give you your chip, and then you put the. And so he goes and he put. He goes, I'm going to do twenty on black. And I'm like, you you might want to think about that. Yeah. You know, you, that's one spin. No, I'm going to do twenty on black. So he puts the twenty down. I'm stoic. They You're spin. Like, <laughs> and he loses it. And he goes, I did. I just lost twenty dollars. Exactly. I go. Yep, you sure did. And he's, he goes, I gotta get that back. And he reaches into his wallet. Let's slow down here. <laughs> let's slow down here. And the funny thing is, we got in the chips from a different table. There was some woman at a uh, dealer at a blackjack table at a hundred dollar minimum that had no business. And I'd gone up to her and said, you know, it was like we'll get the chips before we go to the table, so that you don't feel pressured. You know, you can just go up and put the chip down where you want. So he tries to go back to that table, and she tell, and he says he goes to hand her the twenty, and she says it's a hundred dollar minimum, and he comes back and goes, I think that's a sign I'm done for tonight. When the Asian lady won't give me my chips, because <laughs> I'm like, you can get the chips anywhere, and he goes, but it's easier with the Asian lady, right? I mean, he's we're we're drinking some kind of scotch and something, mm. um, yeah. Uh, scotch and soda, probably. Yeah, like, well, yeah it was like scotch, club water. It was, club. but there's a it was a specific kind of scotch. That show wasn't bad, but. Hmm? Probably doers. Something that sounds like um, I don't know. It, it wasn't Clan like McGregor. It was expensive, whatever it was. Yeah. Clan McGregor is seven dollars for a jug. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's what we grew up on when we were kids. So <laughs> that was like, wasn't it was Clan like McGregor. Irish Scotch or something or not? Not, not, not Irish whiskey. whiskey. It wasn't whiskey. Um, that anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so uh, we're talking, and he's like, "Well, what is it you're afraid?" And I mentioned the blackjack thing. He's, "Well, we're going to play blackjack tomorrow." And of course. We didn't, but we ended up going out to the, uh, to the you know, the uh, Fremont Street, Old Vegas, and um, playing in a bunch of those casinos. They have slightly lower minimums and seem a little more friendly to gamblers, yeah. whereas, like, the big ones on the strip are more, you know, you're rich, you can afford to, to play $100 a hand and lose mm. all night, and, you know, so... Uh, we went out there, uh, saw Viva Vision, got on the Viva Vision, which means we were on the big, giant screen, world's largest screen... Uh, I don't know what that, that covers. I don't either. Where's so that? It's the that's the Fremont Street experience. Oh, okay. The, the, the screen that they do that on that goes over called the Viva street. Vision. Yeah. But wait, you didn't tell There's us more. what the, the method to your madness was with roulette. Any? Ah. Any okay. Yes. The the reason I did so well, and this unfortunately is something that can, I cannot repeat. However, I can 
I mean, I can repeat it as in as I can tell you, but I will not be able to go back and do it. Right. Is that Maniva Casinos offer an incentive to get you started on the table games. Basically what happens is you go up to the to the players club when you sign up and you fill out this little card and essentially what'll happen is is they'll give you a certain amount in non negotiable chips beyond what you actually pay for them. So like in some of the casinos you pay ten dollars and you get fifteen dollars worth of chips and some of them you pay twenty and you get thirty in chips. And the chips say on them not redeemable. Basically you have to pay play these chips until you lose them. So what happens is you go, you bet, you win. Essentially, the, the the strategy here is you put your money down, you put your chips down, you win. When they give you your winnings, you take your winnings off the table and then rebet your, rebet your, yeah, the chump the the chips, yeah, until you lose them, and then hopefully you come out ahead or Which close never to even. Happens, well, in some yeah, of the, some of the did. casinos they did, hmm. and uh, because of that, because you're betting partially with casino money, it, it raises your odds considerably because. Like, okay, 15 for 10. If you're playing $5 a, a roll, you now only have to get two out of three instead of, you know, mm-hmm. two out of, th- I mean, one out of three instead of two out of two. Well, whatever. Anyway, I'm tired. The odds are better. Sense. Yeah, the odds are better. Okay. The other component to that is, is that I went on a timeshare tour. I almost oh. forgot about this. No, Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. You told me just enough bits and pieces of this story to make sure that it got told he tonight. He wrote me, and, and I wrote back, I think, what? Like, I think that's all I wrote. No, 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 no. That's not what you wrote. Oh, okay. I actually still have yours, because it just made me laugh. Uh, oh. Hold on here. I'll get it out. Talk amongst yourselves. All right. I think I should have written what, but eh, I might probably... Well, when he told me what it was, I... Since I, I wrote think... him, I probably have, like, all kinds of swearing in it. Uh, well, you know what I mean? Like. I don't know why I get Tourette's when I get on when I when I, when I, when I write on that like on that little bit thing I get I curse like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was getting updates as to things that he was going to be telling us on the show, and uh, oh god, no, I did erase it. Oh, oh no, uh, well, I think it said that a was lot. something like what you said too. Yeah. Was my god, you did not go on a timeshare tour. <laughs> Probably that sounds good. There, there was, was, no, there was no cursing. Really? Wow. It, one would think I learned my lesson from the last time I errantly wrote your mom with all kinds of swear words in, but I don't, <laughs> but I don't right. really think that's true. I don't think I really learned my lesson ever. So like, I, I well, don't you still put your drinks on top of the, <laughs> exactly. the mixer. So exactly, like I don't learn any lessons. And by the way, Dan, <laughs> he's drinking soda. Yeah. Yes, I am. No gentle listeners. <laughs> no tonight. gentle listeners tonight. Sorry. <laughs> So uh, anyway, so timeshare. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, I've been out there a few times now, and, you know, usually I'm there with people, and they hound us about the timeshare thing, and I've tried to figure out how, I'm thinking maybe, like, sometime pretending like I'm starved for attention and just wanting them to be my friend, and, like, you know, I'm thinking that might be the approach to take is, like, the, will you be taking me on the tour? <laughs> you know, and maybe kind of start getting touchy with Gently whoever it touch is. their arm. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, and get. I, I'm thinking that might be the better approach is to get them to leave me alone instead of trying to get away from them. But anyway, I, being out there by myself, though, I noticed that none of them were approaching me. And I realized you, what it was is they're looking for couples because they don't want to get one of you and then have you to be able to say, well, my wife, I don't need uh, to talk about it with my wife or my husband. It's an easy gonna, out. It's a free out. Yeah, yeah. And they know that. So I'm walking around, and this one guy comes up to me, and, you know, I get one of those, he hands me the little coupon book things, which they're, that's their bait. 
And then he's like, oh, you, well, do you have a little time? And, and that particular day, that was towards the beginning of my stay, I got there a couple days early. I actually did, in the middle of the day, and I thought, yeah, what the hell. And I go, but I'm here by myself. And he goes, are you married? And I go, no. And then he goes, not a problem. <laughs> so uh, they direct me over, and they ask me a couple questions about my income and some other things to make sure I qualify. And then they give me a, several options. And the one I end up choosing is a free show, a free dinner buffet, and $50 in gambling chips. So... Now they have to give you that. Yes. Yes. They're going to badger you for four hours for it. There's, there's they actually there's actually like a little contract thing that's signed. And basically what happens is um, they set up a time, and I have, there's a $20 deposit I have to give so they know I'm going to show up um, because they've got somebody scheduled, you know, like mm-hmm. a slot mm-hmm. scheduled right. for it. And you'll get a fabulous lunch, they say, <laughs> while on the tour. Right. And with, in tour, what I was imagining was me and a bunch of other people kind of in a room with, yeah, that's not exactly how it went down. So uh, so I go on the 12 o'clock tour, and the deal is, is it's guaranteed not to last for two hours or less. And I'm thinking, yeah, two hours. I think I decide to go see Ice, which is a sort of a variety show that's done Wait, on Ice two skates. hours or more, you mean? Or, or less is what it, it says. Oh, it'll be two hours or less? Yes. Okay. So I pick this show called Ice. The tickets are normally 84 bucks. If you get it at the, the half-price places, they're like 50-something. So I'm thinking between that... Between my chips and between the dinner, it's like a hundred. Excuse me, I'm, uh, I'm uh, perfect. Yes, go on. That's nice of me. Huh? <laughs> well, I, you know what's funny is, is I'm kind of like I, I'm, I'm sort of like I am when I'm drunk, when I'm tired, you know, where I'm not making a lot of sense and looking yeah. around a lot. That's okay. okay. We're trying to keep you on the. Path. Yeah. So uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, go very, on. Thank you very much. Go on. Um, so. So I'm thinking, all right. So I go and uh, I come back, and they direct me towards this. Uh, this was I, this was like out on the strip. There's a uh, shops and stuff, and they direct me to this doorway, <laughs> this this inconspicuous doorway in the middle of the strip here. And uh, you press the button, and, and the door the, the door opens, and there's an elevator, and in, right inside the door. And I'm thinking, huh? This is starting to get like Willy Wonka-ish at this point. Uh, <laughs> so I get in the but elevator. You don't know how to escape. That's what it is. Like, <laughs> that, well, run, it pretty much is. And they're like, well, we're going to show you an existing cop. What it is is they're building condos um, attached to the Planet Hollywood Hotel and Casino, and the, the timeshare is supposed to be for these condos that are under construction. And they're like, we'll show you an existing copy of the rooms. In other words, apparent, the way they explained it, it sounded like I had a mock-up of the rooms that were available, <laughs> well, and they yeah. show them to you. And, and you'd walk through it. Except that's not what it was. So uh, I go in, and I take the elevator up, and then now I'm in this little fancy lobby, and I go up to the counter, and they... Look for the last. They they look for the last four digits of a credit card because they want to verify that I do have a major credit card. Um, they look at my ID, enter my stuff in the system. I have my little receipt that shows all the stuff that they're promising to give me. I show that to them. They enter that information in the system, and then they say, "Have a seat, and somebody will be with you in a moment." I'm like, "Oh, fuck!" This is this is when it dawns on me that it's not going to be like me in a room with other people. One person is going to come out, and that that job their job is to. Uh, to convince me to that I need to break you, yeah, they have to break you. It's like a drill sergeant versus a nuke recruit. Like, wow, yeah, you should have said Great. to them at that point. Well, the clock is ticking on my two hours right now. Yeah, really. So when I push that button to walk in here, it's on you. Go. So, uh, <laughs> and go. Where's my lunch? So I'm looking around and there's like a family with three kids <laughs> and over there, and then there's this couple and there's another couple and one guy, one other guy in there by himself and. One by one, they start picking us off, coming out. Hi, my name is such and such. 
And what they're doing is taking everyone down and putting them onto a tram. Now, we're a few blocks away from the Planet Hollywood, so it doesn't surprise me that much. But then we get in the tram, and we go driving down the strip, and we pass the Planet Hollywood. Oh, God. And then we keep going down, and then I don't remember what the road it is, but it's the one that has the palms and the Rio on it. We take a left onto that and start heading basically downtown away from the strip. (laughs) And I'm thinking, ooh, they're good. (laughs) They're going to take me to an isolated location where I can't get up and walk away because... Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know where the hell I am. Walk into the desert, you know, or whatever. It's so you drive way, 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 way out, and we get to this place called Westgate Estates, which is a current timeshare that they have in Vegas, which is way off the strip, and it's like townhouses. So we go in, and the little lobby area, the fabulous lunch is like sandwiches cut up into quarters, and uh, <laughs> your choice of sodas or juice. And uh, I, I, you know, wasn't really there for the food, that food anyway, so I just got soda, and then we sat down at a table. And uh, casually talked about timeshares. He asked me if I'd ever heard, if I'd ever, had, if I was familiar with timeshare options. And I said, I've heard some stuff. And he goes, bad stuff? And I go, yeah. And he goes, well, come on, what have you heard? And, you know, that they have a lot of money, that people don't get what they want, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And he goes through and explains why people, and at this point it's all perfectly reasonable. He's explaining why people tend to be let down by them because they, they get in real cheap expecting really great things, and he goes, you get what you pay for. You know, If you want to come during the best times of year, if you want the best options, you have to pay for those. Yeah. It's no free ride. It's a business, and you got to know. And it, everything's sounding reasonable and logical at this point. I'm not feeling any pressure. He's you know, assailing everything I've heard about... Uh, Timeshares is being bad and basically saying, "Well, they you know, know they're the root of all evil." Yeah, like they have to. Tell, <laughs> yeah. that's like a cigarette guy going, "Yeah, now I heard, I know you've heard about cancer and dying from this, but let me tell you some of the good things." You yeah, know, and yeah, then you yeah. go, "Oh, wow, well, that he's is not great. really telling me any good things though. He's right now he's just talking he's about saying, why no, they've got a bad reputation." Smoke, and that's, yeah, I got you. So uh, I'm thinking like, "Wow, this isn't going quite like I was afraid it was going to be. This isn't so bad. I'll be able to say the no when this pitch is done. would come later. <laughs> yes, yeah. it would." After the drugs and the soda kick in. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> All right, let's go. We're going to go to a music break. I'm sorry. Uh, and I'll speed up after the break. We're going to have to... Uh, I told you we wouldn't have enough time. I know. Well, we'll be back. We're going to find right. out the shotgun conclusion to our newest timeshare owner, Promi. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, bonehead, because you're going for a ride.
I haven't got a brain. Oh my gosh, and, and we're, we're back. back. Thank you very much, Reverend Beatman. And now, the riveting conclusion. <laughs> when last we saw Pearlie. <laughs> so, I'm sitting with my timeshare sales representative, and... Uh, now, was this... Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. Was this like a... I always picture them as like a... Either they're like the young, really slick, like ad exec, or they're like a slimy used car salesman. Which one did you have? This was like a kind of a like late 40s, early 50s uh, Boston dude. He was actually ah. real friendly, real... Like, Sold a lot of stuff in his life, though. Well, I, actually, I like, like yeah, the... On the way over there, he talked to me about a couple things, and I mean, he mentioned hookers. Um, he sold hookers. He was a bum. Well, no, but... He's he, a he bastard talk- him. Get in the car and bang <laughs> that check. He's talking about how he did... He, he, awesome. worked, he was like a pl- plumber or something in Boston, you know, according to him. Yeah. At one point or but he's so a the mafia. Friend, friendly guy, but not. <laughs> <laughs> but there was no real sale, but no like hard pressure sales personality, and I, there okay. were those guys there. Oh, there, well, no, I mean, yeah. there was the the young guys in the expensive looking suits with the slick back hair, and then the old guys in the expensive looking suits with the slick back hair. We'll get to one of those in a minute. That's what I'm saying. Those guys are like. Okay, go ahead. And he was just this nice, kind of friendly, you know, slow-talking person from Boston. He was the one that was going to, like, lull you this week. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, uh, you know, we get over there, and he's talking about this stuff, and he goes, well, the situation is, you know, he goes, I don't know what the circumstances you came were. He goes, but the agency that we got you through pays, we pay $400 per person to bring on these tours. He goes, that is what it costs us to have them bring you in. He goes, whatever they promised you you will get at the end of this, regardless of your decision. Because I just want to say that up front. He goes, it said we we're going to have you for two hours. It's not going to take that long. I'm going to just give you the information, ask you some questions. Uh, at the end, we're going to ask you to fill out a survey. And, you know, and I'm thinking, hey, this isn't so bad. You well, know? I'll lend you to sleep. Yeah, I'll be, able to, I'll be able to say no pretty easy All here. sense of security. <laughs> yeah. and then, so, Whammo! So he so goes over. Out with the clubs. <laughs> Goes over the timeshare stuff, um, shows me some data that talks about how Vegas is the fastest growing city in the U.S., which I knew was true. Um, showed me some projected plans for what's going to be happening on the Strip, where they're going to be tearing certain things down. And, <laughs> like the MGM City Center, basically saying that, you know, this is an investment in the future, and what happens to property value stays goes up. Oh. Yeah. Because you always want to build a lot of people where there's no water or yeah. food or well, anything. Well, we'll talk about the no water thing, too. <laughs> yeah, because you know that plays into my conversation. That plays I into like my the that. no water plays into my story too. Yeah. Wow, uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's like foreshadowing. Anyway, uh, so uh, he's like, okay, so we're just going to take you. He goes through all this stuff, and then he goes, I'm just going to take you on a tour. Of this is this is an existing facility we have, and kind of show you the road, show you what it's like. So he goes in, shows me one. It's nice. It's an apartment, basically a townhouse. It's got washer and dryer and this and that and this and that. And he's comes back and he goes, you know, we have one or two of these um, available still. He goes, if you would be interested in that, or do you think you would be more interested in something on the strip? Now, this is what's interesting is this is the first part where it starts to turn into sales because he doesn't ask me a yes or no question. He asks me, would you like to live here, or would you like your timeshare on the strip? <laughs> so that's an ownership question where you're fa- you're forced to give a positive answer. Let's just say, settle down, brother. (laughs) Settle down, Boston plumber. Take it easy. (laughs) And uh, I said, you know, I think I'd probably rather it out there only because I don't have a family. uh, So these, you know, and these facilities are set well away from the strip. It wouldn't be, you know, that would be more conducive to my interests. Okay. All right. So we go in there and then he starts showing me the options and, you know, like you can get the the studio, the, the two bedroom, one bedroom, the two bedroom, the three bedroom, then the master, whatever that's outrageously priced. And as he's showing these to me, I go, 
you know, the one thing they wouldn't tell me was if I was going to be forced into trying to make a decision today. They, I didn't even ask, but I just said this at this point, cause the, and I, I tried to get them to tell me whether I was going to be expected to make a decision today before I came on this, because if I am, I wasn't gonna, wasn't even interested in going, which is also BS. But I know, I know the intention is to mm-hmm. get me to say yes today. Oh, yeah. so, so before we even get into talking about terms and stuff, I wanted to start to lay that seed. Like I'm not <laughs> don't hey, expect uh, it today. Uh, exactly. Like I did not come in here to buy today, even at, regardless of how interested I may appear to be. I'm not buying. Today. I'm an actor. Uh, yeah. I'm an actor. <laughs> My years of yes. Dust 420 have not gone to waste. That's right. So, uh, and he kind of smiles and goes, "Well, we'll talk," which of course means yes. I'm going to high pressure you into buying today. Oh yeah. So we go through that. We talk a little bit of determining determines which would be the most appropriate type of thing for me, and then they whip out the prices for them all, and then comes the why I need to buy today. So oh, this the, is going to be gone tomorrow. Right. The moderate, right. The, the moderate, the the middle of the road one would be twenty nine thousand dollars, or no, thirty nine thousand dollars. It is deeded property that I could sell. Um, they would you know, say leave that, but to that's my not kids. true. Well, it's like a condo that's deeded, except for only well, a week or two weeks out of the year. Now, how long? Would, okay, now uh, let's say you drop forty. What is this getting you? How many it's weeks? Like two weeks a year. <laughs> but, the, but okay, I know you're shaking your head. Okay, here's the thing though: is he starts asking questions like, "Well, how much does In how much does like forty bucks or something like?" No, no, uh, the yeah. decent ones are a couple hundred. That's the, way less ones, ones, cheaper ones. than forty thousand. But but here's the thing: is he goes, "Well, how many vacations would you expect to take in your lifetime?" And the whole thing with the timeshare is you're supposed to be able to stay in different spots. You have one that you pick as your home, and then. But but here's the thing though is, is he you pick one as your home and you have to pay maintenance fees it's like seven hundred something dollars a year on it but he slides all that stuff in kind of on the side like the the annual costs on top of the ownership costs and he never again addresses these additional costs he always points to that well forty thousand dollars but if you go on a vacation and it costs you between two and three thousand dollars for two weeks a year for this and this and this, and in this kind of situation, you'll have access to a kitchen, you can do your own laundry, all the money you'll be saving, prime locations. We have other resorts. Cook on vacation. We have other resorts all over the world. For a very small fee, you can trade with another person who has one of those resorts for a week, and of course, because we're in Vegas, everyone wants to come to Vegas, so you'll have your pick. That would never work. I know. You can't I know. Hence the reason I don't own a timeshare today. <laughs> Yay! But, uh, yeah, I, I just spoiled the story, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, that was easy. <laughs> I'll bet it wasn't. But yeah, he goes exactly. through all this. No, it wasn't. So then, so then comes the big, the zinger for today. He goes uh, for a deposit of five thousand dollars, <laughs> and uh, you know, for the, the for on this, we'll we can get you started today. We will provide financing, and the financing is eighteen <laughs> percent. And I and so I immediately go, you know, that's eighteen percent, completely unacceptable. And he's like, well, we don't do credit checks, we don't do this, we don't do that. If you have any kind of credit at all, you'll be able to get a better rate with your bank, with your financial institution. You don't have to have it through us, but when we initially start off, we'll do it this way. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'd like to be able to see what my bank could offer me before I commit to anything. And he's like, well, I, I can certainly understand that. And he goes back into trying to, you know, all the wonderful things. Now now he's talking about picking women up on the strip and how, you know, a woman, she doesn't want to go back to a room. He goes, you can get hookers that way. But you're not gonna get a you're not gonna get a drunk a woman on vacation. A room and a hooker will be way less than forty thousand. <laughs> That's what I keep. I would keep saying that. I was like, did you? And he keeps trying to do the math. Like if he, he keeps trying to do like, the math. Like if you're doing if you go on thirty vacations <laughs> in your lifetime and you figure they cost this much, this is still a financial 
you know, bargain and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, how do they sign up anyone for these? Well, like, how how is this a good idea? I don't allow know. me to continue. I'll yeah, try to make I'm, it go I'm a little sure bit. I don't, I don't understand. Like, so I go. At all. So I go. Okay, <laughs> I have a question. If I were to go for the if I were to go for the one on the strip today, since it's not completed because it's not going to be done for like two two more years, they're not going to have any of those open. Um, I go. Would I be able to start? using the pooled time that I'm supposed to have to that to stay at other places now. And he's like, well, I'll ask my manager. And I'm assuming that's going to be a no, and that's going to be my out. Well, then the quote-unquote manager comes back, and he's this Italian dude with slick back hair and an expensive-looking suit and smelling like a cheap bottle of cologne. And he comes out and shakes hands with me and starts talking about things and and, uh, (laughs) goes, I understand that you had a few concerns. And I was like, yeah, um, first of all, the question about that, and he goes, why, certainly you could start using those immediately. I'm like, okay, and then then I popped a new one, which is that I am a little concerned about the reputation of your company. I don't really know anything about you. Uh, this is a new thing, and I go, and I don't really feel that I can get a full, a, g- a good feeling or good grasp on that when you have me 15 miles away from the strip out in the middle of nowhere. I'd like to look into this a little bit before I make a decision. And he's like, well, research shows us that 97% of the people who are going to, now I'm doing a Mexican accident for my my Italian yeah. guy, but anyway, he's like, research shows that 97% of the people will buy, you know, today or they're not going to buy at all. Right. He goes, so. 3% chumps, 97% right. are like, yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, he's, so, and, I, and I'm like, well, I understand that, but, and then he starts drawing me diagrams and, I don't know why, but, like, people that try to sell you stuff love to draw you meaningless diagrams. Like, one time uh, when I was in high school, a friend of mine turned into a born-again and was trying to get me into this church, and, um... Who the hell becomes a born-again when you're 16? Good question. But wow. it happened. I think it what was... I think now? it was just because, barely born the first time. Yeah. Well, he's like, there's a lot of cute girls at this church. What a reason uh, What a reason to find God, huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> Dungeons uh, hot ass like a church can. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. He's surprised. Uh, um, yeah, I guess. But uh, anyway, and the, like the youth pastor takes me into a room and dra- draws like a, uh, a cliff, and then another cliff, and then the cross ends up being the bridge from where I am to where uh, this I is need where to Indiana be. Where Indiana Jones would swoop across, and, and I'm, I'm looking like, at this going, and I'm looking at this going, okay, you just drew a picture of a cliff and a cross in the middle of it. That didn't really explain. <laughs> just where's the anvil and the road runner? That's what I got to point out. Like. Okay. I'm like that. That doesn't really explain the questions of how this fall, how this lays in with creationism and various other. You know, you haven't really answered anything. Right. Um, not that I'm not that I have problems with religion. It's just that like You'll I'm thinking. Find that's a I'm thinking thread. if this is the pitch, if this is the pitch you give everyone, how do you get people <laughs> in your church? You know. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, back on the strip. So back on the strip, they're 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 drawing diagrams comparing comparing buying um paying for hotels as being like playing gambling with your money and they draw little roulette wheels and blackjack tables <laughs> and slot machines and, and finally I go it, and I go back into the whole you know I you're not going to be able to answer this information for me because I don't even though you seem like a nice person uh, Bob who was the Robert the guy that was my sales guy seemed like Bob a nice and friendly person yeah. yeah I go I, you know it is your job to sell this to me and I understand that there's a conflict of interest you're not my friends and I would just like to look this infor- look into this information. If everything is good and everything checks out, I, I would still be interested. But at this point, I don't feel comfortable. And, he, and I go, I didn't wake up this morning deciding to buy a timeshare. And he's like, well, you came to us. And I go, actually, no, you pulled me. I, I wasn't looking to do this. So he starts to draw another diagram. And I go, excuse me, can, can I borrow your pen for a second? And he goes, well, certainly. And he hands me the pen. And I draw a little chart. And I go, like, zero to ten. And I'm like, okay, when I came in here, I was at a five. 
I had no idea what I was getting into. I had no <laughs> idea what was going on. Wow. He nice. turned the table. And, you know, Bob started talking to me. He answered my questions and, you know, concerns about timeshare in general. And I'm like, I start drawing little arrows. And I go, so that bumped me up to about a six. And, you know, he showed me around the existing resort, talked about all the amenities, talked about the options for switching around. That pushed me up to like a seven or eight. I was about at a nine and a half. I go, and then I had some questions, and then you came in. <laughs> oh, I'm patting you on the back. And then I start drawing, and I go, so I start talking about this, and then I start, you know, I go, and you say this, and now I start heading back in the other direction. I start heading back to that five. And then he goes, well, let me stop you for a moment. He goes, if you're willing to be flexible on your locations, we do have some timeshares that are available that other people have defaulted on. He goes, which means that they've already paid a percentage of the the room, we can give them to you at the remaining price. And he goes, and I'd be able to do this today, and he writes down on a little piece of paper, $29,000. That's a $10,000 reduction in the original price. And I go, well, price isn't an issue. Um, I just, I, I, I go, you know, $10,000 less for something that may be a scam doesn't make it any any better of a deal. I really would need to look into that more. And I go, so the fact that you were willing to lop $10,000 off right off the bat like that, down a little further. Ooh, wow. I go, because that makes me suspicious. You are my hero. Yeah. And he's going, well, no, no, I'm not, it's not a discount. It's, you know, I. he goes, and we're licensed here in Vegas. And I go, okay, now Vegas license provides licenses for gambling and prostitution. Down a little further. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you really say <laughs> yes. all this? Uh, I love you. Oh, my God. And, uh... Awesome. And he's going, well, I'm trying to help you. He he goes, see, the thing is, I make my money either way. He goes, I would actually be better off selling, having you come back and pay at the full price. I go, so let me get this straight. Your grand scheme was to start to piss me off, make me leery of you, and get me to leave, so then I'll come back and pay full price. <laughs> Down a little. He goes, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is I, my, I'm going to get paid any, either way. I... You know, f- one out of every four people that come oh, through here by, and I'm just yeah, trying right to help you. And and I'm like, that's perfectly fine. And you know, the thing is, is that now that now that I know these situations happen where the prices come out cheaper because other people can't afford to, or for whatever reason, get out of it, I'm sure if I come back two weeks from now, I'll be able to get a price similar to that without much hassle. Well, I can't guarantee that. And I go, well, I understand. And you know, there are no guarantees in life. And he's like, well, you know what's going to happen? The longer you wait, the prices will go up. Prices always yeah, go right. up, and I go, well, you know, a terrorist could land a plane on the strip, and prices might go down. <laughs> you should have said an Italian terrorist. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Stop right here for a second. What what emotions are you feeling here? Are you pissed off at this guy? I'm a little angry. Or, I'm or a little angry, but fun with it. A little of both. Okay. I mean, I went in knowing this was gonna, knowing this was going to happen. So to me, this was sort of an exercise. See, because I'm such a pushover person, uh-huh. you know, so much so, and I don't, I want to make people happy, and I want to be nice. I'm, I'm not really good generally in normal circumstances with the tough negotiations. Right. But I knew I wasn't doing this. I knew. Their job was to make me do this. I knew I was in this for the free crap, and I had so time to kill. You used it as yeah. an exercise. Exactly. Like, build up that, that tough outer great. coating. And it, and it was fun. It was exciting when I was drawing my little I shirt. am proud of you. So, uh... He should have kept going until they kicked you out. Well... Like, I mean, like, literally, just like saying, and this is you, you're a big asshole. Like, that's a zero. you <laughs> 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 like an ass cheeks around it. zero? Like, <laughs> well, I did finally get to zero. And, I, and at that point, I said, okay... So this is where we stand. At this point, I go, I'm, I'm not completely going to say no. I go, but I, there's no way that I'm going to make a decision today. You've completely put me off on this. I, I go, it does sound like a good deal, though. Uh, I am still interested in what you have to offer, but 
we're done. If you keep talking, you will never see me again. Uh, you said that to both of them or to the... To both of them. Okay. If you keep talking, I'm gone for good. So he's like, and he gets up and leaves. Was he pissed? Oh, he was He gets up and leaves, and I look at Bob, and I go, Bob, you know, you were doing better before he came out. (laughs) I go, your chances were higher before you brought him in. What did he say He's like, well, you know, that's kind of how it works. He goes, I kind of have to. I understand. So the other guy comes back out again, and I and he starts trying to. And I go, I tell you what, um, I assume there's a contract I would need to sign. And he goes, it's a very simple contract, and I go, can I see it? And he goes, oh, of course. And he goes back and gets it, and I go, can I take it with me? <laughs> and he goes, uh, no, I'm afraid. I, and I go, okay, so you drive me 15 miles out off the strip. Um, you give me this wonderful pitch, and I explain to you that I, you know, I know how this works where I get into an emotional state, you show me great things, I get happy and excited, and I make a decision on the spur of the moment and then end up regretting it. I go, I don't make decisions that way. I would like to take the contract with me and then I'll consider it. You should have sent to And he basically said, and I go, okay, at this point, there's no way that I think I could ever do business with your company. If, if you know, the, I can't leave with a copy of the contract if I can't show it for an independent review. And, he, and then Bob steps in and goes, well, you know, when I bought my house, I had to sign a very large document. And I didn't really see the document until the day I signed it. And there were lots of places I had to initial and sign, and it was like 50 pages long. And I go, and if you didn't have an attorney with you, I think you made a big mistake. Because that's what, <laughs> what, why you hire an attorney for that kind of thing. And he just shuts up. <laughs> the manager takes the thing, signs the top of it, says, go out to the trailer in the parking lot, and they'll give you your stuff. So nice. I went and got my stuff. And I get onto the bus, and the bus, we have to wait for a few people to get there. And one of, the cu- one of the couples that went out there with me got on. And they're like, so what did you get? And I go, da-da-da-da-da. I go, what did you get? And the, uh, the guy goes, we collectively got $75 for three and a half hours of hell. How long were you there? Okay, I came out on the bus Guaranteed with them. to be two, less two hours, two hours or less. Now, I came out on the bus with them, yes. and their comment was three and a half hours of hell. Oh, shit. See, what it was is the tour was two hours, and then the other hour and a half was, was trying pit. to chew me down. No way. And the bus driver is like, so what did you what did you get? And I'm like, and she's, I'm going through into this, and she goes, oh, that's a good buffet. Oh, that's a, that's an expensive ticket. You did good. And she's like, oh, and $50 to gamble? You made out. Yeah, and we're right. joking about how this is the loser's bus. And she goes, yeah, if, you, if you'd bought, you wouldn't have been going back to the strip on a bus. <laughs> and she was, the bus driver is basically talking about how this whole thing's a scam. And I'm like, well, what do you go back on? Huh? What do you what, what do you mean? The limo? Yeah, they, yeah, because then you're a big, you know. Oh, okay. uh, so uh, I go, I go, yeah, they dropped mine to to twenty nine thousand dollars, and the guy looks at me and he goes, they dropped mine down to nineteen thousand, and said that if I could give them a hundred dollars today, that would all be all I needed for a deposit. dollars and nineteen thousand dollars for a room that started out at. $39,000. That's such a scam. What a scam. So we go back, and um, she takes us around an alley and lets us out in an alley behind Where the strip. Where you're going to get beat. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but here's the funny part is we're joking about it, and then my sales guy gets on the bus to go back <laughs> to the location. It's like, we get quiet real quick. And his persona and mood is entirely different. Before, he was like, oh, I'm your best friend. And now he is sort of this kind of shy, quietish guy, and he's talking about shows on the strip. And, yeah, I like the magic shows. And he's giving me little tips on, like, where you can get tickets cheaper. And, like, like now that he knows he's lost me, yeah. he's, like, normal person. Not, like, the, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. no wow. more talking about strippers, nothing else. And he at this point, I'm like, <laughs> wait, is he, like, sitting next to you? He's sitting in front of me. Oh, okay. And and he's saying, like, yeah, I like the Siegfried, or I, I like Siegfried. 
Siegfried and Roy. I saw him when they came out before that happened. He's just like talking like a normal person because yeah. now he's just no, he lives, now he's just some jerk that lives in Vegas. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, got really. a that's got a twenty minute bus ride back to where we came from. He got dumped in the alley too, by the way, uh, <laughs> where he got beat I would, I, by I, you. I, I, would, I would have kept that guy in front of me. I'm telling you, like I would I would actually think that. Like in my head, I'd be like. I would be yeah. preparing for that when I got off the bus to like start swinging. I don't. I don't even know. Like, I, I, that's my warped head. I mean, like, I would. I would assume no, they were like gonna. I, I, I could see me thinking that too. They're like, you ain't gonna get me. But that was my. That was my timeshare experience. And, uh, it's horrible. Let me shake your hand, yes, literally, because you did great. Why? Thank you. You did. That was I great. am proud of you. And it was in the a- middle of the afternoon. I didn't have much else to do because you know a lot of the yeah. things that are going on during the day are family oriented stuff, and it's kind of weird going to, like the M M&M and M three D movie by yourself. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, in, you know, for me, I would I would have just rather paid the money. Well, for here's this the thing. Stuff. I would, like I wouldn't. I would never. I, do okay. That. I don't I think I would ever do it again. I would never suggest anyone else do it, and I would never subject another person. I was with to it. No, I would never do yeah, like, but, that. Listening to those people, like, no, but, been, like, but, yeah. but, he, I love getting, getting I love beginning yeah. to talk back to him, though. That was cool. That was, that is amazing. I loved it. I, I was so proud of myself with the little idea. Can I borrow your pen? Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. That is, that's really Cause, hilarious. Because as they started doing it, it used to be uh, all these little flashbacks. Because I've seen they've done this to me. I've seen them do this in Carlos. I Like I said, the church was the first time I'd seen somebody do that to me. So th- I'm like, this is the oldest trick of the book, possibly yeah. ever. You know, I'm like, ooh, crazy. So, originally on stone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they originally it's etched crazy. it. Uh, see, right off the bat, I play the I'm too poor card. I, I literally <laughs> do. I'm like, well, see, if you're too poor, they wouldn't even let you go. I'd have, I, I, I would have been like, man, did you see me shoving sandwiches down my pants? I, I'm not. I was like, <laughs> like I would literally say stuff like that. I like, I just go into that. I don't know what you think you're dealing with, but I'm well, broke. Apparently, uh, that's what the couple that got them the nineteen thousand did. Oh, I, I see. Oh, that. Oh, but oh. yeah, and what did they do? They brought it down to nineteen thousand with a hundred dollar deposit. I'd have been like, I, I don't have hundred dollars. I can't even feed my kids. I like, you're I, I, I just like, got a hundred. <laughs> of course, you have a hundred dollars. I don't know. All right. Well, we're going to our second music break. We'll be back for more Vegas shenanigans, a.k.a. hell. And I better save this sometime soon. I hate to lose this show. Oh, my God. Not so fast. Not so fast. I'll have to give the matter a little thought. Go away and come back tomorrow.
my gosh, and we're back. back. And Thank we're you very still much. Patting him on the back. Yes. Sorry. Thank you very much. Nothing yet. That was uh, I can't pronounce it. Maldita Solat. Sol- Spell it. Solcidad. S O C I E D A D. Sociedad. Sociedad. I don't know. I don't know. No comprende. Yeah. No habla. Okay. And go. So uh, <laughs> there's more, folks. So I'm not going to get into a lot of the good stuff because nobody really wants to hear about that. Uh, but I, that, huh? W- okay. Was the good stuff anywhere near as good as the bad stuff? Probably not to you. Okay. Not, that's what I mean. Not to our listening audience. They say comedy is pain. Yes. Uh, yes, sure. it is. Somebody else's. So. There's nothing funny about me having a good time. Although I did mistake a girl that offered me sex for a hooker, which turned out to be a bad, bad call on my part. Nice. What? <laughs> we gotta tell. Wait, I want to hear that story. I'll tell you a little more. I'll tell you a little more about that in a minute because that was okay. the beginning of my Remember last. Remember that. Day. That was the beginning of my last day. I hadn't actually gone to bed yet, but the sun had risen. Remember that. <laughs> Don't yeah, worry, I'm on it. <laughs> this, was, this was me and Uncle Cheese. Uh, we're out early in the morning, taking in the sun together. That she had sunrise. cheese too. Uh, actually, she'd just come back from winning. A little bit. I'll, I'll get into that later. Anyway. Oh, he's got a so, lot to say. Yeah, so, uh, you know there's like nine minutes later, right? Okay. <laughs> and may do a two-parter tonight. So, uh, <laughs> so here's what I have. I have my ticket. I have my buffet ticket. And I have a, t- a voucher worth $50 in poker chips at Hard Rock. Or, no, I'm not Hard Rock. Oh, God, not Hard Rock. I don't have time to get Planet into Hollywood. I don't have time Planet to Hollywood. get into why I hate Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas. Planet but, Hollywood? But, yes, Planet Hollywood. So, uh, that night. the bathrooms in Hard Rock? Mm-hmm. Isn't that where we called him from the that, No, that was, the hard, that was the actual Hard Rock Cafe restaurant oh, in Las Vegas, oh, or Los, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. I thought it was like a Bennigan's or something. Uh, in my fractured brain, brain it was the same bathroom. Gotcha. Okay, moving on. <laughs> but uh, something there, I do have an, a Planet Hollywood bathroom experience to tell you about. Though. Oh, my God. Sun King would be proud. And it all ties into shows. this. It somebody, all ties into this. Did somebody, like, tap your foot underneath the skull? No. Tap, tap, lady. That would have been better than what actually happened. Oh, my. Yeah. Two and two parts. Yeah. So, Okay. So now I'm like two very confused parts. Go so ahead. after after all this that happens, there's no way in hell I'm not using what they get. You know, like at this you point I'm I, I want stuff, well, and I, I know that I know that they will not have to pay for it if I don't redeem these vouchers. So it's my mission to make sure I f them over. So uh, that night I head out to the Planet Hollywood. And I'm gonna go, which is halfway down the strip. But I walk. You know, it's not bad out there. It's 104 degrees, but there's no humidity, so huh. you could dry up and die. But the sun's not on you, so it doesn't feel bad. Yes, I would find you. you yeah, know, <laughs> take you off, dust you yeah, off. They, you know. They'd find me like, yeah, dried up and. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I watch too much TV. So I walk down there, and it's it's a uh, little late. Unfortunately, the uh, the buffet closes at nine thirty, and it's a quarter after nine. So I'm like, eh, not going to be able to eat there. But Planet Hollywood has one of my favorite restaurants in the world, which is Earl's Sandwich. So I'm thinking, <laughs> hey, this isn't so bad. So I get my my chips, and the, my first letdown is that they give me two twenty five dollar chips. In my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to get fives or, you know, whatever. But that means two two hands of whatever, which is, like, nothing. Uh-huh. So that was my first experience at the roulette wheel because it's, like, it's easy. I can just put it down. You Win know. or lose, doesn't matter. Go right. So I, so I lost one, won the other. So I took my 25 bucks and and ran. Yes. So it turned, oh, okay, good. So, and then I went to dinner at Earl's Sandwich. And I headed back, then got in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You had two $25 chips. Would you put them on red and black? No, I bet one lost, put the other one down. Oh, okay. One. I thought you meant you put it on red and black. That way one lost, one won, and you actually, were guaranteed. Actually, no, no. What happened was I, I put one down, lost, put the other one down, won. My, I took my winnings, left the, 
the non-negotiable chip and then lost. Gotcha. So okay. Three, three, three roll or yeah. three spins, one of them won. Gotcha. So I came out 25 bucks ahead there. And I'm like, okay. And in my mind, the whole trip, I'm keeping a mathematical tally. Lost this much, gained this much, lost this <laughs> much, gained this much. So I include this in my how I managed to get out for 16 bucks loss in all, in all disclosure. So I eat at the Earl's Sandwich, and I start to head back. I pop in one or two of the other places, just kind of look around, and end up calling it a night. And then next day is my convention. So during one of the evenings of the convention, I'm able to go see my show, and the only thing I have left is the buffet. I haven't done that yet. And it, because Planet Hollywood isn't kind of an inconvenient location, and I've been doing a lot of walking, and I'm thinking I might end up not using that one. So the uh, Sunday night... Uncle Cheese is free. He's done with all his commitments. We met up. A, we met up uh, Saturday night at the very, very end, really, really late, and that's when he gambled for the first time and lost. Right. And uh, we head out to Fremont Street, hang out, have a good time. You know, play tables all the way up and down the strip, and on Fremont Street, we get our seven ninety five prime rib dinner, <laughs> uh, which like six different places on Fremont Street offer. Um, we go around and sign up for all the players' clubs to try to get all the freebie stuff and find out about half of them are good, half of them suck. You know, they don't get anything but the card, and they're like, good luck. We went to the Hotel <laughs> California. Uh, yeah, there's an Eagles song in there somewhere. Uh, anyway. <laughs> hate that song. So, uh, oh, let me think. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we head, we head back to the room, and he's like, well, I'm still, you know, I want to do something. I'm not, I'm not ready for bed yet. It's like 2 in the morning at this point, so... We get up and we go downstairs and we go back. We go over to the Luxor, and I started. This is another whole big thing. I started out at the Luxor and ended up at the Excalibur, and but on purpose. Yeah, except I almost didn't have a room. I forgot. I'm not even going to get into that. But I was almost homeless in Vegas for four nights. Uh, what was it five? I know a timeshare you could have bought. <laughs> <laughs> I reconsidered. Here's my card. Put the, me in a bed right the now. The Luxor made a mistake when they when they put the hold on my account because they put a hold for 130 dollars a day for incidentals and. They unfortunately accidentally put the hold on for a 12-day stay, Ooh. which kind of took up all everything I had on that card, including what I was planning on putting the Excalibur on. But, uh, oh. yeah. So, for, so on, you like, told me that, but I didn't quite get it. On day two, Ooh. before I went out and did the timeshare thing, I was really freaking out because I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't have a room in this hotel after tomorrow, and <laughs> they're not going to let me in over there with the whole, I get paid Friday. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, a lot of people get paid on Friday and they're broke here Saturday. Or if you could spread that across these three cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what, what movie was that where they're like, put $5 on this card? And Play, then was that had... Planes, Trains, and Automobiles movie? <laughs> I think it was. It was like $8 on this one here and there's... <laughs> I mean, that was the one, big one I took with me that I was going to, like, that, you know, was going to pay for anything that I couldn't, anything that was not an incidental. Um. So, uh, but I ended up calling my bank and begging, and they gave me more money so that I could. Because Luxar was very apologetic. They were like, we'll remove the hold. How long will that take? Um, eight days. Yeah. Eight business days. I'd be like, I'm going to be homeless Basically. for five of those eight days. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do something now. So, uh, I talked to some guy over in Pakistan who, or India. That, Hi, my uh, name is asked, Bob. How can asked, I help you? He asked me why I wanted an increase, and he gave me five options, one of which was travel, and boom, the problem solved. Then I called the Excalibur and asked what their policy was on put on uh, <laughs> putting holds, incidental holds, and they're like, "Well, <laughs> I'll tell you my situation. Let's see where we can meet on this." 
<laughs> Don't and, uh, do that. Well, sir, here's how you can tell which was the better, the, which was the more elite of the two hotels. Uh, Luxar was $130 a night. Excalibur was 45 a night <laughs> for hold. Mm-hmm. But but the Luxar actually was kind to me about it. They gave me a hundred dollar credit for dining, oh, dining cool. and drinking. Oh, cool. So I went to the most expensive restaurant I could get into there without a reservation. <laughs> yeah, why not? The most expensive thing I could find, and I had like two drinks in there. Cool. Aurora Bar. Anyway. Anyway, so the other one that. had a TV bolted to the wall that you couldn't throw yeah. out the window. Actually, you know what's that, funny is the Excalibur had a was, the room was actually nicer that I ended up with there yeah. because I checked in late. The room that I'd originally booked was was not available, so they had to upgrade me. Nice. So oh. I didn't even realize they had rooms as nice as the one I was in. I had a 42 inch plasma TV. Did Ooh. you really? Yes. Man. yes. I walked wow. in there and I was like, "Wow, this is actually a nice. Ro- Am I in the right place?" You know. Yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, I had no idea they they even had rooms like that at the Excalibur. Like I can't totally wait till May yeah. so I can see the pictures. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I actually did a pan. You know, you remember the picture I did from yeah. the uh, from the stratosphere? Yeah. Not not the one you haven't seen, yes. but the one that I actually showed on the trip when I went uh-huh. by myself. I did that kind of a picture of both of my rooms. So when I get cool. it all compiled together, you'll have a complete 360 view. Right after all those pinball machines that I'm going to be looking at. Yeah. Anyway, though. Oh, just to interrupt. Sorry. Yeah. After my trip to Pennsylvania, yeah. I am the last known person on this planet without a flat screen plasma TV. I'm just letting Aww. you know that. Okay, moving on. Everyone else Sorry. in known existence has one of those really uber cool, like, flat, high Even depth. the Amish people were watching. <laughs> the they field. had a candle, but it was a really flat candle. I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm going I, I, to start playing. 42 the, inch I'm going to start candle. Like, play, playing the, the Wii really drunk and just whipping that thing against. Oh, look, I accidentally broke my TV. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, moving on. So last Damn day. Amish. Okay, so last day. We're basically. You're not listening? Point. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> go ahead. No, they might because that keyboard has buttons. <laughs> okay. So last day, uh, Uncle Cheese and I are out. You know, the, this is still that night before, yeah. and it, the sun is starting to come up. And he's like, "Well, you know what? Let's do a photo walk." And photo walk is basically you go around and try to and take pictures. But the idea is it's kind of like supposed to be an inspired process where you're looking for things and looking for angles, and it's not touristy type pictures. It's like artsy right. stuff. Yeah. We had a lot of alcohol in us still. <laughs> Things so are we, way more fu- or air, air quote artistic when you're drunk, let me tell you. So we go back into the room and get my camera and we head down there. Because he's got a little point shoot, but I've got that monster thing. Um, so we're walking around and taking pictures and these two girls come kind of dancing down the, down the <laughs> walkway going, I want $17! I want 17 that I was their big thing. Is they won. won. That was okay. their big thing. Is they're proud because they actually came out seventeen bucks ahead in the casino. Oh my God. And one of them, and that's like, an easy and, score. Right and Uncle Cheese kind of dances around with one of them, and the other one kind of comes up to me and hugs me and whispers something in my ear, which I won't repeat on air because we do have female listeners. And at this point, I'm thinking, "Wow, I'm getting hugged by a prostitute," because <laughs> it was one of those things that you. Uh, I've never had a, a woman that I've never met before come up and whisper that in your uh, ear. Yeah. And I look at her, and I'm like, hmm. And I just ignore <laughs> her. Because I'm thinking, because I'm immediately flashing back to my timeshare episode, which is I don't want to encourage him. <laughs> the timeshare sent her. She's like phase two of the timeshare. <laughs> just sign my ass, baby. Go but ahead. Get ready for a surprise. They kind of uh, end up sort of like hanging around, because Uncle Cheese is like, oh, let's get our pictures, and, you know, taking pictures of these girls, and they kind of hang out for a couple minutes, and they talk to other people, and they come, they're kind of drunk, um, and they walk away, that. and they but they walk away, and then I look back, and I'm like, 
she wasn't a hooker, was she? <laughs> and he's like, no, man. And I'm like, you know what she actually, you know what she said to me? And so, I don't know, that kind of haunted me the rest of the time there. I don't know why. It's really whatever was yeah. she was. <laughs> but uh, anyway, moving on. Um, so yeah, but uh, you didn't get any diseases or anything. That's so true. There you go. That's true. So, um, it was the impact for you. She was cute, though. You gotta be like, what did that guy say? Question your manhood? Be like, yeah. Oh. Seriously, for that kind of girl to say that kind of thing to me would require either being in a strange location or being very drunk. And actually, two of those things were happening at once. <laughs> that was your cosmic so, connection. Actually, I don't like, really. I don't know how drunk she was. I was pretty drunk though, because I was. I'm still drinking my football of of uh really? of rum. Wow. Oh yeah. The sun's up and. But wow. we, we've had other drinks in between. It's it's kind of complex the drinking pattern for that night. But yeah. but by the end of the night, that I was, was your baba. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> he was just going back to his bottle every so often. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we take a few more pictures, and we start to head back to the room. And Uncle Cheese is still wired, and I'm like, man, I need to go to sleep. You don't understand. I've had like he's. Then he starts whining, and the oh, you think you've had it bad? Well, I've had to do this because he was working at the convention. And I'm like, yeah, but believe me, you didn't. Yours was mentally stressful, but you have no idea how much walking and running and yeah. I've done so and drawing. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know, we get up the next, uh, we, I, we get back to the room, and the hotel's left a message for $25, we can have light checkout, which means that instead of being out of the room at 11 a.m., we have until 3 p.m. Oh, since, it's nice. about, since it's about 8 a.m. now, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> oh, great. So, uh, we do the late checkout, get, get up, get dressed, get all our stuff together. <clears throat> he has a flight out at 5 p.m., mine's not until 11.30, that, or 11.20 that night. And when I was originally planning all this, I had pricing involved in it, and I was like, yeah, it'll give me the full day there, too, because you can just check your luggage at one of the hotels, and you'll wander around as much as you want. And I'm thinking, this will, I'll go take some good pictures, you know, not touristy pictures, but, you know, quality right. images with this time. That will sit on the yeah. drive somewhere. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. He, he's going to, instead of that, he woke up at 11, got there late, and no. No. So uh, I get up early because there's a little a couple of gift things I need to go grab. You know, so I get up, take a shower, cheese is still asleep. I get up like around 12 or so and do this. And as I'm walking back, I feel something land on my head. And I'm thinking like, what, did a bird just shit on me? And I'm looking up and I don't see anything and I'm feeling my head and I don't feel anything. And I walk a little further and I feel it again. And I'm looking around now because I'm thinking somebody's got one of those Mr. Spray things. And I'm thinking, it can't be raining. And I'm looking around at the ground and I don't see drops anywhere. But then I see a drop hit. And you know how when, well, like, a drop hits the ground first, you see it kind of spread out, and, like, yeah. on cement, and it turns, you know, dark? Yeah. Flat. I saw that happen, and then it was like it went in reverse. The little drop thing just went, like, sucked back into the middle, and a little cloud, like, a little smoke cloud came up from it. It, it like, evaporated just like that. And I'm like, the reason I'm not seeing them is because as soon as the drops are hitting the ground, they're evaporating. And I was like, wow, wow I guess this is rain in Vegas, is my thought, you know? And it wasn't very much. It was just a little bit here, a little bit there, but it was cloudy, kind of cloudy out there, not like it is here nor on a normal day, though. So I go back to the room, and I'm like, hey, jeez, it's raining outside. And he's like, he kind of uh, uh, and he's looking out the window, he's like, I don't see anything. I'm like, that's because it's gone, but when it hits the ground, you're not going to see it. He's like, you're still drinking that football. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I would have said. <laughs> so, uh, Put that football down. <laughs> so uh, we get everything packed up, and I go downstairs, and I check my Spike luggage. Spike dude! Sorry. I check my luggage downstairs, and he's not going to check his because he's got to catch his flight he's soon. Going. He's going. Yeah. So uh, we go across the walkway 
to the MGM from the Excalibur, which isn't exactly a right across, but we'll say it is just for time's sake here. Oh, yeah. And it's windy. <laughs> it's windy out, and uh. so and he, he's talking. He wants to get something to eat before he gets on the plane. And I'm like, well, there's this food court that's over there, and he's like, I don't want to walk all the way around over there. Uh, man with no names knows where I'm talking about. That's mm-hmm. where the Wiener Schnitz and all that stuff was. And uh, I'm like, well, there is a food court at the MGM Grand, my personal favorite hotel. I love the way it smells. And he, <laughs> we hadn't been in there yet. I'm like, trust me, you'll you'll understand when you get in there. Just take a whiff. Uh, I go, but the food court is pretty limited. There's like a McDonald's. There's a Nathan's hot dog. Did you get the yeah. pe- Did you get the picture message I sent you of my hot dogs? No. Oh, I have it on my phone. I'll have to show you. <laughs> yeah, I took a picture of them when I was in there. So, uh, and I go, it is a little bit of walking though, but it is indoors. So and he's like, yeah, that sounds good. So we go over there and we eat, and he's like, gotta go. So we go out to the uh, to the Bell Curb area where he's gonna catch the cab, and the overhang—I don't know what you call that—where they where you pull up to get in and out of the car. Yeah, it's several Whatever lanes it is, like wide. Carport, like a carport thing, covered thing. Canopy, kind of, yeah, yeah, we know, yeah, okay. yeah, little thing that jets out in the front of the hotels, and you know where the bellhop guy is. Are anyway, you go out there and. It is raining so hard outside right now that the wind is blowing it underneath, and it looks like there's misters underneath this car court <laughs> thing, like, spraying. That's that, that's what I first thought when I saw it, was that they had, like, some kind of misting station set up underneath. Wow. And looked around and realized that, no, this was rain whipping in from, like, all sides. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing about Vegas, is it rains, like, three to four days out of the year. This you is my last. This is my last day. This is the day that I'm planning to walk around and take my pictures, and it's pouring, pouring rain. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" So I go back in and I wander around in the casino for a little while. I go through the Cirque du Soleil gift shop and stuff, and then I'm thinking, you know, I don't really want to walk all the way back out to the front door to see if it's still raining. So I go up to the security little booth cubby thing because I'm thinking, you know, they got all those cameras under there. Surely they can point one outside, you know, see if it's raining. <laughs> They only care about what's inside. Pretty much. That's where the money is. They do have cameras on the outsides of the buildings, though. Okay, like someone all tries over the to place. run with money. Probably, pretty That's much. <laughs> so I go up and I go, excuse me, I don't know if you're going to be able to help me with this or not, but I'm just wondering, is it still raining outside? And the guy looks at me like I'm a, like like I got six heads. And he goes, what? Well, think and about it. Somebody said, hey, is it still snowing outside? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, exactly. You're like, yeah. Same thing. Sure is, buddy. Here, here's some more crack money. Go, yeah. you know, <laughs> go take care of whatever you got to take care of to get the snow I'm away. Like, it, 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 raining. Is it, is it still raining outside? And he goes, here? And I go, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, in Las Vegas, raining. <laughs> and I go, yeah, it was raining pretty hard earlier. It was coming down really bad. I mean, and seriously, this was like Florida. Yeah. Florida, pretty her- tropical storm type rain, rain. rain. Yeah, real rain. And he goes, in the middle of the desert, <laughs> it was raining. And I'm like, yeah. And, like, he, he he was, like, getting ready to go up and go to the door with me at this point. Like, like he it wanted was, to see well, it. Probably, yeah. I mean, they probably would stand there like, oh. Run out in it. We did, well, we, like, we do that. If we the had first snow, time, we'd be no, out the there. the first time it rains, like, when you start looking after winter, like, the first couple weeks of spring or summer when it starts Florida rain. Yeah. Everyone kind of walks and just stands at the window. Like, yeah. you just, it's like, ah, yeah, I remember. Okay, I'm home. That's, this is normal <laughs> now. Like, but it, you can't help it. So I'm sure that's, okay. they would go and be like, ah, uh, yeah. But he so, didn't do that. Uh, he but, goes, nobody even told sorry, me it was, I, he, I, like, nobody even told me uh, it was raining. Like, he was disappointed that he couldn't leave the station. <laughs> 
So I was like, he goes, sorry, I can't help you. He's like, I'm handcuffed here. I can't even get off <laughs> now. So I head back out, and it is still kind of raining, but not very hard. I'm looking around, and I'm kind of thinking to myself, hey, it's raining in Vegas. What are the odds? You know, ha, 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 ha what are the odds? And I text a few people, and I'm like, hey, I think this is a sign I should gamble. It turns out that this was <laughs> this was a sign of how my everyone luck was, writes back and goes no don't this don't was a that. sign of how my luck was changing but I had not was not currently interpreting that that sign correctly yeah. some of the events that unfold from this point on until I get home I'm going to have not remembered I did start to chronicle them on paper uh, on the plane but I forgot to bring that with me tonight because I knew at That's one point be, uh, that a no one was going to believe me when I started talking about what's coming next so we're doing a Vegas part two. We are. Because this is going to be the good. We're gonna, you're going to end with the bad, and then we're going to zoom into the good stuff. Well, right? no. no. I mean, this is, this is see, all I know theater. about what's coming because as he was on the plane, like he yeah, said. Yeah, me too. He was, oh, that's right. He was yeah, sending yeah. us both texts. And I actually stopped at one point because I was like, you know, I know I'm coming across like I'm like a, like a lunatic right now. <laughs> so I, I finally had to stop. One or two of them, I was like, I did like my head turned like a dog. And you guys and didn't even like, you guys didn't even hear about what happened before the plane. No. Oh, oh hell. Yeah. Yeah. Next wait. week is part two. This yeah, is what wait. I mean. It, it, it like wait every, till next week. Everything I set up to this point, it gets worse. And just so you know, he really didn't tell us. <laughs> no, us. No, we don't know these stories either. We know the some whole details. Thing. Let's do let's do next week tomorrow. I want to do next week's now. Well, I still have a fresh in my memory. Oh, how about we start next week? I'll see if I. I'll, hopefully, it won't take the whole time. Okay. And uh, we like we can wrap it won't up this show. until next week. Yeah. Though, so well, we're gonna. Until next okay. Week. Well, we're gonna finish up tonight. And we're gonna uh, start where we left off. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, see, out. I'm awake and I'm excited because I'm about to get into the. We have. Promi. And we have. Man with no name. Chevrolet. Yep. That that thing. <laughs> <laughs>